We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Post game podcast edition. I'm your host Taylor Peterson. You can find me on Twitter at Taylor underscore p Taylor underscore p fifteen. You can find us at the underscore uncontested on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, etc., etc., etc. And we have an extremely fun one tonight as the Thunder end up beating the Washington Wizards one hundred twenty one to one hundred twenty on an SGA. All-star, superstar moment where he hits a step-back three, game winner. Ties his career high. Extremely fun stuff uh, to get into tonight. Uh, we are Before we get any further, we're a proud part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network, as well as a proud part of DailyThunder.com. And like I said, if you don't already, be sure to subscribe and follow us at all those places I mentioned above, all the different social media sites. We have a lot of fun stuff coming for you all. And uh, continue to put out some fun content, like tonight. Thankfully, I'm joined by my... Uh, my very good friend, Jacob Niffin, to break this one down tonight. What's up? Real quick before we start, number one, I know my voice is deep. I've had some <laughs> drainage. I'm about to drop my R&B album. Be on the lookout for that. Those sweet, <laughs> sweet slow jams, number two. <laughs> it's going to be called uh, the Poku Nectar. <sighs> I love it. Number two, uh, this is, uh, I, I have an audio clip of uh, Shay from the locker room tonight, exclusive, oh. only on the uncontested. Oh, oh. That's Shay straight out of the locker room. I love it. I love it. Obviously, Jacob, so much to break down here. Uh, we can get into some themes, get into the overall game, but just your initial reactions, your initial thoughts. You had some good tweets here, and I, I, I thought you'd have some good thoughts to kick things off. Yeah, I didn't tweet a whole lot during the game. I was dealing with some other stuff, some personal stuff. Very tuned into the game, just away from my phone. Um, I mean, I, I, what do you say, Taylor? <laughs> you can go on and you can add to the 50,000 uh, him 
tweets, um, you know, the the uh, him VP, him Allen, uh, whatever, make some sort of pun. You can tweet out a list of stats. We just got a goddamn all-star. Like, that's all I know what to say, you know? I mean, superstar. we got a badass on this team. I mean, this dude buries this th- i forget was it goodwin that was guarding him was it uh it, it was uh, morris I, well, I went back morris. And it was monte morris monte morris he just gives monte morris the freaking business and then walks off like he didn't even do anything he's just yelling at his team one stop one stop because he's done this before and they didn't get the stop and shout out to lou dork <laughs> do not great great yeah great awesome. defense on this one straight up on but Bobby i mean Bill. Here's the thing, Taylor. I didn't look at the box score for a while, and I was thinking, you know, Denny Avdi has like actually done a pretty good job on Shea, used his body, like kept him away from the paint. Uh, look at the box score. This man's freaking 14 of 21, two of three from three. Ties a career high. Bricking free throws. I don't know what, what got into that yeah. tonight, but uh, Dignall I mean, had a fun quote post game about that. He was like, you know, I'm not really, you know, obviously joking with a smile on his face. Said, I'm not really sure what got into Shay tonight. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's just cooking people left and right. It's not like it's a microwave where it cooks them real fast. I mean, this son of a bitch is like putting the roast in the slow cooker. It's a nice long cook. Just you get it for all four quarters, baby. Uh, it's, put that in the crock pot. Uh, Shay is cooking right now. I think that's a, a great way to put it. Yeah, as uh, uh, as the prophet's Migo once said, raindrop, drop top, mix them up, put them in a crock pot. Also, you uh, insert word, you homies are in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime Shay down. walks in a building, just deads by Migos is playing on repeat. <laughs> uh, so my five takeaways here. Shay has reached superstardom. Um, already has his first all-star moment tonight, which we saw. My second one is the Thunder off-ball movement. I thought that was incredibly impressive and really is kind of what kept them in the game when they weren't hitting shots and with and when the uh, Wizards were going on run. Lenny Waters. thought he had great, great contributions. I thought J-Dub contributed big, even when struggling offensively. And the Thunder shooting continues uh, continues to trend upwards, which is really, really exciting. We'll get into all those. But first, a little game summary here. First quarter, Thunder starts Shea, Giddy, Dort, Wiggins, and Poku. Poku officially the fourth starter, Jacob? Uh, I believe so. Sorry, I was zoned out there for a second. Yeah, I, I think Poku is now your fourth starter. Now... Uh, Friday night becomes interesting. Don't think uh, you want Poku guarding Steven Adams, but I bet they played Poku at the four and probably throw like a JRE in at the five or something like that to check Steven Adams. But Poku's been starting. Poku's been incredible. Um, he will continue to start. He's earned it. He's been a very good basketball player. Agree completely. Um, Thunder go down early. Similar kind of to the Knicks game on Sunday. Uh, poor interior defense, little offense generated, and the Wizards were hitting shots. Thunder went on 8-0 run to end the quarter, led by the second unit of Lindy, J-Dub, J-Will, J-R-E, Kenrich. We're just going on a 26-8 run. Thunder scored the last eight. Shea had 11 in the quarter. What were your first quarter thoughts, Jake? First quarter thoughts, um, the Washington Wizards were 
insanely hot, torching the nets. Kristaps Porzingis looked like, uh, I don't know, the seven foot two Steph Curry out there, just absolutely cooking, um, playing incredible. Uh, you know, I, I thought some some of the rotations were very poor, uh, but the second unit came in and really chipped away at that lead. I mean, I think the Thunder were down as much as like 18 in the first quarter, got it down to 10 going into the second quarter. I thought that second unit really did yeoman's work there to to really keep this game within striking distance. I think that's a perfect transition into the second quarter as the Thunder continue on a 13-0 run, or sorry, their run continues. Uh, it becomes a 13-0 run. Yeah. <laughs> After the, the, and it was led by that second unit, as you mentioned, Jacob. They were down uh, 17 in the first quarter. They end up tying the game with three minutes into the second quarter. Just shows, like you said, that run that the second unit was able to sustain eerily similar to the last two games uh, that's kind of kind of starting to become a theme something to keep an eye on the wizards respond uh, respond with a run of their own and the, the thunder second unit kept them in the game but the thunder were playing zone wizards knocking down shots it was just absolutely absurd uh porzingis trying to think who else uh, some of their bench players it was just kind of crazy <laughs> kyle kuzma was hot like everyone for them was just kind of cooking there for a second and just destroying that thunder zone that honestly has worked pretty well for the Thunder overall this season. Uh, not so much in that first half tonight. Now, Poku was a really bright spot yet again in the first half. Not so much the second half, uh, just due to lack of opportunity. But the first half, Poku looked really good with eight points, two blocks, one rebound, one assist. Um, and the Wizards shot 14 and 20, 70% from three, which is absolutely absurd. Um, third quarter, Jerry and Lindy end up starting for Giddy and Poku. Thought that was kind of interesting, uh, a fun recall from Dagnall, and sure enough, it worked pretty well. Uh, any thoughts there, quickly, Jacob? Uh, uh, I thought it was interesting that they benched Giddy to start the second half. Um, really downsized there uh, with Porzingis on the court, which I thought was also kind of an interesting decision. I think trying to play smaller, play more physical, get out and run, um, and be able to switch out on the shooters a lot faster. Uh, rather than have someone that takes a, a longer time to rotate. So I thought it was an interesting, uh, albeit unconventional, uh, switch and uh, and counterpunch there. Agree completely. Um, and then Chase starts just absolutely taking over. Uh, getting to the rim at will, he's hitting absolutely everything, drawing fouls, which was probably the biggest thing. Jacob, that's something you and I have talked a lot about uh, over the past couple of seasons. The next like kind of step we want to see from Shea is being able to uh, draw fouls, be able to get to the line. He was doing that. Wiggins had a really big three during this period. Uh, had a huge three to cut to shoot, uh, cut it to two after a big pass from Shea. Shea hits a step back three to put the Thunder up eighty-two to eighty-one, which is really when we knew we had it cooking. Um, Mark ran with the lineup of Shea, J Dub, Waters, Kenrich, Wiggins, Giddy, or er, sorry, <laughs> Kenrich and Wiggins. And Giddy Jacob did not check in until about one minute left in the third quarter. Found that very, very interesting and telling. Um, then we get a J-Dub buzzer beater to end the quarter, which was just really, really exciting. He gets the inbound pass, drives down to about the opposing free throw line, uh, pulls up with a little floater and is able to knock it down. She had a 19-point third quarter, and he with 30-plus points for the, his, ten, yeah, his 10th game of the season, which is absolutely absurd. And uh, he almost outscored the Wizards by himself. Uh, only one point differential. The, the Wizards had 20 points in the quarter. Shea had 19. Just yeah. an absurd third quarter. Shea went off Shea. and the Thunder defense locked in. 
Those are the two big things from the third, I felt like. 35 to 20 quarter. Incredible. Wild. Fourth quarter. This is where it gets really fun. Thunder seemed to learn a little bit from Monday. Uh, they hey, that was my thought during the game. We talked Monday, Nick and I, about how there's a lot of things that you can learn from that loss in that fourth quarter, and it felt like they rectified some of that stuff. I agree completely. They stuck to their identity, and I thought that was huge. I, again, led by that second unit. Uh, we'll get into that some here in our bigger thoughts. But like I said, deflection, or like you said as well, Jacob, deflection, stills, transition, uh, playing in transition, kept in the game until Shea could come back. Giddy really struggled. Um, it was it was hard to watch as somebody who's obviously still high on Giddy. I'm not worried long term at all, but just in terms of tonight um, and in terms of his early struggles this season, it, it was uh, you know frustrating and also uh, disheartening to see him play that way. Just because I know he's capable of so much more. Yeah, Monday it was turnovers late in the game. Tonight it was fouls, and then he had a really bad and like entry shots. pass Very that got shots. turned over, and so. Coach yanked him, and that's okay. J Dub comes in for him at 450 left in the quarter. Or yeah, 450 left in the quarter, and Giddy doesn't come back in until the very end uh, to, to be the one to inbound the ball. I thought J Dub had a really huge sequence where he he drills a catch and shoot three from Shea when Shea was cooking there. It Shea again just shows Shea's leadership and poise, and also J Dub's uh, willingness and readiness. But uh, you know, in the middle of that run. Shea's able to drive. He he's double teamed. He's able to kick out to a wide open J Dub and knocks down a three. Very next possession, Jacob. J Dub, our guy, takes a charge from Bradley Bill. Your guy, Denny Odia, takes a big uh, a big shot off the drive. Uh, Shea was locking him up, and all of a sudden, Denny's able to drive by him. That was huge. Yeah, it was like a lefty like hook push shot thing Crazy. that Lou almost got. Uh, very impressive. And then. Very next possession, Dort finds Kenrich for a cut to the hoop. We're going to talk about that off-ball movement because I think that's so important, especially tonight. Uh, but the Thunder end up leading by two with 59 seconds left. There's some things that happen in between. doesn't really matter. Uh, but what really matters here is towards the end of the game, Bradley Beal goes Bradley Beal mode, hits a clutch jumper over Dort to put the Wizards up 120-118, six seconds to go. And that is when the Shea happens. I tweeted, do it, Shea. Get that all-star moment. And sure enough, he does it, Jacob. Drills a step back three over Monte Morris for the win. All you have to do is go on Twitter. You will see it. What a crazy, crazy ending and an all-star moment for Shea Gilles Alexander. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't. Just freaking incredible. Um, Shea's takeover. I mean, we could... I want to stick to talking about this game and we can talk some bigger picture stuff, but it just, it seeing him do this leads you down a rabbit hole of like, do they become buyers at the trade deadline? Yeah. You know, right. I mean, I don't think so, but I keep thinking back to that year, the Russell Westbrook MVP year where uh, the team was kind of like overachieving. And so Preston went out and made some moves at the trade deadline to to bolster that team and got a Taj Gibson and um, a Doug McDermott. Like, I don't think they will, but Shea is kind of forcing these conversations upon us. When you got a guy like this, I mean, I tweeted out earlier tonight, Taylor, we asked like, Oh, is does this team have a 1A type of player? Is Shea the second or the yeah. third best player on a title team? Like, burn all of those. 
dig up the old tweets. It's okay, but the old podcast we are it's I mean we are eating our crow happily right now. This is a top ten NBA player at the age of twenty four, and you're about to add Chet Holmgren in a year to this team. Um, Nick's gonna hate me for saying this. <laughs> we think they're gonna add a lottery pick to this team. Maybe they sneak their way into an eight seed or something. I don't know. It's not like the Lakers are going to get there. It's not like Houston's going to get there. So it's it's interesting, dude. Like, he is, I mean, this man has arrived. It is an absolute crime that their national TV game got stolen from them to watch the trash fire of the Brooklyn Nets. I wouldn't be surprised, Taylor, if before Christmas, one of those national TV games, we get an update that like the TNT yes. game is getting switched to like a Thunder game or something. Yes. Um, so the world deserves to watch Shay on national TV. And I think tonight is kind of the night that it all really came to fruition. Uh, <laughs> Big Mike New Zealand. Everybody giving Jacob a hard hard time for his uh his allergies. Hey, for what it's worth, I told you guys uh, in the chat that whoever's got the best uh, Jacob deep voice joke uh wins some uncontested stickers so taylor will judge these at the end of the show i love it i love it great way to end a great great game no i think this is a perfect transition um we're just going to start with the the best one <laughs> the best takeaway which is shay and i thought you let us let us off perfectly there there's so many different like stats from tonight that you can get into but the biggest thing jacob is something you touched on there at the end i think that i think that the um the thunder <laughs> or at least Shay tonight really got that national recognition. Um, the timeline's popping. Yes. More so than even the past couple of games. Right. And I found that fascinating. Um, the national yep. media, go look up JJ Reddick's tweet. That's all you need. Exactly. So I, I'm with you. I would not be surprised if come Christmas, uh, the Thunder have a national, uh, national broadcast, a game outside of they NBA TV. They deserve again. it. I mean, honestly, I just kind of want to, this is poor form podcasting, but there are just so many fun stats from Shay tonight. I just kind of want to go through them all and get, get your thoughts, Jacob. First one here is from Kevin O'Connor. Thunder scored 46 points, and, and obviously we can uh, go faster than some of the other points, but I think Shay just deserves so much time on this podcast based off what he did. The Thunder scored 46 points on 41 drives from the perimeter, perimeter by Shay per second spectrum both of those numbers are season high for all nba players sga held previous highs uh, 41 points and 39 drives by him versus dallas just absurd yeah um looking at at shay's so the drives just i mean that's what he does he he lives by driving to the hoop um getting getting fouled getting these crazy uh extension layups and whatnot uh, after tonight, Shea is up to 32.3 points per game on 54.6% shooting. I mean, this man, if you like round numbers and you want to round up, this man is shooting 55% from the field this season. Um, not a lot of threes, but he's 40% from three. He's officially now in the 50-40-90 club uh, while chipping in four and a half rebounds, six assists, nearly two steals, and a block and a half a game. Um, I mean, just absolutely absurd numbers. The efficiency, uh, is just through the freaking roof. You can't, I, 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 I don't know what to say 
anymore about how efficient he has been, how in control he has been. And maybe my favorite part of the night, besides the three that he hit to win it, was he had two drives late. One you already mentioned was a kick out to J-Dub for a three uh, that brought the game closer. And then he did the same play again, and J-Dub missed that second three. But he's willing to be aggressive uh, and set up his teammates and trust his teammates late in the game. We also haven't talked a lot, Taylor, on this show, and I think just in general, his willingness to screen, his willingness to set screens, be physical. Um, There was a play tonight where he set a down screen for Aaron Wiggins uh, and then came up off a curl, caught a a giddy pass, and just glided through the lane. Whenever he plays like that off ball, the defense isn't completely zoned in on him, and it makes the game so much easier. Uh, you're seeing some of these wrinkles that I think they want to get into the offense to make the game easier for Shea. He's doing this stuff in a difficult way right now. When he starts playing in a way that makes life easier for him, uh, I mean, the sky's the freaking limit. Agreed. Next one, Shea's on pace to be the first guard to average 30 points per game on less than three three-point attempts per game since Michael Jordan. It's ridiculous. That's a pretty good company. Pretty good company. And then uh, Shea is now tied for second in the NBA in scoring with 32.3 points per game. Can't complain. He's been incredible, man. He absolutely. I think you know that there. That uh, really is the biggest takeaway. Next one here. I don't even have stats on this one, which sometimes are the best. Thunder off-ball movement. Jacob, I thought tonight when the Thunder aren't hitting threes like the Wizards are, they're playing... um, I mean, I mean, they're obviously pulling behind, right? <laughs> they're in the first half when the Wizards are hitting just about everything. What kept the Thunder in the game, what the second unit did so well, was the off-ball movement, specifically cutting to the rim, uh, finding additional... Sometimes there were second or third cutters, which led to second or third opportunities. And that's what really kept the Thunder in the game. That's just a part of their identity that, um, you know, I, I think when the Thunder are doing that, they're at, at their best. And when they are... They are pulling behind is, is when they're playing ISO ball. They aren't moving off ball. Um, it just really is kind of sticking out to me. The two different styles of I shouldn't even say two different styles when they differ from their foundation of basketball, which is the off ball movement, the deflections and steals uh, sounding mm-hmm. defensive ball. You know, like that's a the off ball movement really stood out to me tonight. I think it's a reason this Thunder team and that second unit specifically was able to keep the Thunder afloat and allowed SGA to kind of lead that comeback. Yeah, I think uh, the the off-ball movement is key to this offense, uh, especially with guys that can drive the ball so efficiently like Shea and Josh and J-Dub. Uh, having those types of guys, when you get off-ball cutters, it just makes life so much easier and opens up so many more um, scoring opportunities. Uh, guys like J-Dub, not only passing to, to off-ball cutters, but cutting off-ball. you got Kenrich Williams, who's really good at cutting. You've got Aaron Wiggins, Lou Dort, um, Lots of guys that can kind of attack without the ball in their hands off of a Shea or a Josh drive makes life a lot easier for those guys. Opens up a lot more opportunities. Agreed. Absolutely. Um, and again, the lineups that Dignall is playing just feeds perfectly into that. Mm-hmm. Continue to be, uh, again, and, and I want to point out that I obviously have been a little critical about his, his lineups uh, here about a week ago, two weeks ago, um, but I, I've been really impressed recently. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. 
Twice a week, J.J. Reddick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Next one I have, Lindy Waters again. Lindy plays, let's see. One of his, um, I mean, he's played, this had to have been like his second or third game of the season, right? Yeah, no, and, and hardly played any even in those two games or however many games it was. Plays 26 minutes off the bench, which was second most behind J-Dub. And ends up going uh, nine points, three of seven from the floor, which all of them were from three, which is pretty awesome. Four mm-hmm. rebounds. Two assists, and honestly, Jacob, his defense really stood out to me, and that's something that he's a little scrappy. I love the way I love when shooters guard shooters. Um, he was on um, Corey Kispert, yep, and like just got up in him at the three point line. Also, just have to make a note: uh, Lindy Waters a plus thirty two in a one point victory. And Jacob, you tweeted that out uh, when he was like. <laughs> back when he was a plus 29 <laughs> during the game. And I think I quote Trey from the account saying like, that makes so much sense because this passes offense, the eye test, the defense, right? Uh, like shooters who space the floor can contribute so much for this team. I don't think it's a coincidence. We've seen guys like him, Isaiah Joe, be able to step in and have immediate impact when they're spacing the floor for guys mm-hmm. like Lou Dort, Shea, Josh Giddy. And so, they're not afraid to fire him, which is great. Exactly. Exactly. And they can be on the defensive end, which obviously Dignall really, really emphasizes. My next one, Jacob, you're going to love this one, J-Dub. Hey. It was not his best offensive game. Um, obviously, let's see, 10 points, 4 of 11 shooting. Uh, 2 of 4 from 3, though. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, true. 2 of 4, 50% from 3. He missed some huge. easy layups. I thought Porzingis affected him a lot. Agreed. Agreed. But still, he's able. the fact that that happens, he's able to impact the game at such a high level. 
And he's the Giddy sub, the Giddy replacement for when Giddy's struggling. He's the one that Dignal trusts more than Giddy at that point in the game when Giddy's struggling. Just his says defense so has been impressive, me. dude. And his we, defense has been that's very what impressive. got him on the floor at Santa Clara mm-hmm. his freshman season, right? Um, Six assists tonight. Four rebounds. Ten, ten six, and four. Uh, three turnovers. But the other night, he guarded Jalen Brown. Tonight, he uh, got time on Bradley Beal. Uh, uses that length, uh, uses that crazy wingspan. Uh, I think he defends with his chest really well. Um, he he's, hasn't even bulked up yet. That's like what's so exciting. Yeah, I think he's so excited. He's one of the. He's an older rookie, so he came in kind of ready to go. But he's been so impressive, and I think he's still got a lot of room to grow. Um, you know, I, I made the comp preseason about like a Mikael Bridges type guy. Uh, I still see a lot of that in him. Um, Silva likes to comp him to Jalen Brown light. He's got a long ways to go to be as good as Jalen Brown, but he's got more ball handling and, and, and passing chops than, um, than Bridges has. And so if he continues to develop defensively, I mean, this kid's got a really high ceiling. Could not agree more. Just extremely excited about J-Dub and the fact that he is trusted so much by Dignall so early especially after some of the players that they don't still seem to me not to completely trust. I think it's just really exciting. Um, before we get into our last one here, just a super quick honorable mention. Joe Masato tweeted this out. I thought it was pretty cool and also kind of funny. The Thunder is 5-0 and when Aaron Wiggins starts, Jacob. Yep. So uh, time to, to, you know, I love Does data correlation equal right? causation? You be the judge. <laughs> Forgot what I tweeted. Oh, uh, women lie, men lie, numbers don't. Yeah. Aaron Wiggins starting four. Sorry, J-Dub. Uh, Obviously, kidding. I mean, Wiggins continues to play really well, and it's great to see him rewarded after here about a week ago when he had two straight games of DMPs just to get other players' time, like Usman Jang, who's currently with the blue. So, and Jang's played really well with the blue. So that's something to monitor. Like when these guys kind of come back, go back and forth. It's going to be going to be interesting to see uh, how Dignal monitor, monitors those rotations. Uh, hey, B, shout out to Amen bringing back my uh, Lil my little Bill. Uh, nickname for J-Dub. <laughs> Love it. Love it. So this is about perfect timing here, Jacob. We're at about 27 minutes, and I have one last final takeaway. I think I would be remiss if I did not mention the Thunder shooting yet again. Um, in these games that they've either been super competitive in or have been winning here over the last, what, four games now, the shooting has been so much better and opens the floor for guys like Shea, Giddy. Dort, obviously some of these numbers are going to be inflated when Shea is playing and, sh- and scoring at this efficient level. But the Thunder shoot 51 point, uh, 51% from the floor, 44 of 80, or sorry, that was the Wizards, 44 of 81 from the floor for the Thunder, 54% from the floor, and end up being 16 of 31 from the floor, or from three, which is 51.6%, uh, end up out shooting the Wizards after that first quarter. Super impressive. Again, very eerily similar to uh, how the Knicks game panned out. Uh-huh. And this is a stat from uh, Al Baby Cakes. Uh, Alex Spears tweeted this out earlier. I thought this was interesting. Kind of goes into this. Thunder have shot over 36% from three in five straight games now. And as of this exact minute, when he tweeted this out, uh, they are 21st in the league in three-point percentage at 34.4%. I was about to bring up the the 21st in, in the league. Uh, 29 to 20, 21st, big jump. Small sample. Uh you know, still not a lot of games, so a couple of really good shooting nights uh, helps out. Um, I don't think they're the shooting team from the fat past five games. I don't think they're the shooting team from the first five games. I think it's somewhere in the middle. 
but still, um, the offense is clicking. The defense has kind of fallen off a little bit, I think, because of that. But uh, it's uh, it's very good. Very good. Agree completely. I'm very interested to see how that looks when you bring guys like Usman Jang back, um, Omar uh, Rui back. It'll, it'll be fascinating. Jacob, you, uh, should we go through the chat? There's some really fun questions here, especially after a super fun game, and then, then we'll get out of here. Yeah, definitely. If you guys have more questions for the chat, please drop them so we can answer them. Um, let's see. Um, this one says from David, who is ready to find every tweet from Rockets fans saying Shea wasn't a superstar and troll them? Oh, it's already happening. Already happening. Dig them up. Find those receipts. All right, Connor says, do we have a legitimate MVP candidate if I record record and SGA's performance stay the same for 82? So basically saying if Shea can do this for an entire season, is he an MVP candidate? Oh, easily if he can do it for an entire season. But uh, I think this kind of goes back to, you know, again, when we're doing these post games are shorter. We don't get to touch on everything we really want to. This is a good reminder to touch on something that I just tweeted out which is like more of like a candid moment, Jacob. And I'm sure you've had similar thoughts, but like I'm watching Shea do what he was doing in the third quarter. Then again, there to close out the fourth. And I just haven't seen that. Haven't felt that since, you know, I, I mentioned honorable mention Paul George there and the, uh, you know, that the, some of the stretches he had when he mm-hmm. finished third and MVP, but really the Russell Westbrook season after KD left a Russell Westbrook's MVP season. And that's not to compare Shea to MVP Russ, simply to say that we haven't seen that since then. And it's just so exciting to be lucky enough as fans to experience that here in OKC again with, with Shea playing like this. Definitely. Uh, Big Mike New Zealand says, keen on to get your thoughts on what you think the Durant era would have been like if you could swap <laughs> Westbrook and SGA directly. You know, I... The, 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 the long com- boys... It, yeah, in the compound, a cop-out uh, answer here is Shea fits this era of NBA basketball much Shea would have been than... 15 years old. You can't swap him out then. Hey, there no, you go. Perfect. Perfect. Um, it's so hard to to make that um, that comparison. Uh, Niner by Nature asks, what happened to Poku? Uh, oh, that, that's true. He didn't get much burn in the second half. Um, not yep, sure only that played was... uh, 14 minutes tonight. Not sure really what was up with that. I'll tell you what, though. Three blocks. Very impressive for Poku. Three of four from the field. I think he was struggling on some of the rotations out to threes. Uh, that might be, might have been why he got benched. I, he was very efficient shooting. Uh, but that block he had, wasn't on Will Barton, who went up for the dunk, Taylor? Hey, yeah, Will Barton. And he just erased it. That was um, huge. Yeah, it was uh, it was awesome. Uh, looking for more questions here. Got to keep scrolling. Give me a second. Oh, you're good. There's a lots lot of, of comments. Lots really, of comments in the chat. Really appreciate that. Um, <laughs> in the Mavs game, Shea hit that same clutch shot as he walked back. They showed Giddy super excited about Shea shot and put his hand out for a high five. Shea walked right <laughs> by him. I don't think there's any beef between Shea and Josh. I think we're good. Agreed. Uh, where do you think we'll be picking in the draft since a top pick seems out of the question, barring injuries? I Again, it's early. Yeah. Are um, they going to pull the string? Are they going to pull the plug on this? I don't. It all depends on health. But... I, yeah, it depends on health. It depends on when they're no longer playing games of consequence. I'm so interested in what that means, because if they're maybe not like in playoff contention, but Shea is in the all NBA conversation. I don't 
that's a game of consequence, is it not? Getting your guy all NBA, like, can you pull him? Can you sit him for the final 20 games? It's going to be really interesting to see how the Thunder approach this. I will tell you what, and I'm very serious about this. Like, the Thunder didn't come into this season saying, oh, let's tank. They came in saying, let's see what we got. Let's see what these guys can do. And when the time comes, we'll pull the string. We'll 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 unplug this from the wall. Uh, we'll do what we did last year. Although doing what you did last year is very difficult because you don't have COVID protocols. You can't call up G League guys anymore um, on a whim. You have to pull of a roster. Yeah, you 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 can't like you can't turn over this roster anymore. Um, you have NBA guys all over the roster now. Um, it's going to be interesting. If I had to guess, if I had to put a number on it right now. The Thunder's lottery odds are going to be like eight through ten. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. We'll see what happens with the Clippers in terms of health and stuff. I think they're going to get together and be better. Um, but one thing this does kind of make me think about is I, I think we're going to get to a certain point. This is a fun era. We're kind of in the honeymoon stage of the season where national media is excited about Shea and they're posting the highlights, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, everybody's narrative has changed from why are the thunder holding Shea back? Shea should be traded to Shea. So awesome. This thunder team's exciting. Funny how it changes, huh? But it's going to change again, Jacob come around trade deadline when Pressy doesn't make a big trade and push all the ass. Why didn't he push all the trade chips into the middle of the table? And yeah, I'm not ready for, for that. Don't, right. But then we were in the spot year, tonight talking Taylor the flexibility they have moving forward with all those picks is absurd. Absolutely absurd through 2029, right? Like I think Hoops. I mean, they they can up. do pretty much anything they want. It's right. crazy. And you don't have to do that. It, it, that's the thing. Like Presti will be patient. He'll get criticized at the trade deadline. It won't really matter because this time next year he'll make the right trade, whatever it may be, and be praised for it. Right? Just to use yeah. an example. I so, mean, yeah. And uh, and here's the thing, like. I look at it like Cleveland just cashed in their stuff, right? They cashed in their stuff to go get Donovan Mitchell. And now that's kind of their team. The Thunder could trade their own picks to cash in and go get their guy. And you still have all these other teams' future picks. If you think, hey, we're going to be really good moving forward and our picks are probably not going to be the best picks, let's trade all of our picks and keep the Clippers and the Houston picks and all these other picks uh, because we think they might fall off and we can go in and just like start cleaning up house. Exactly. Exactly. It's incredible. Um, Connor says SGA is the master of momentum, not the fastest or strongest guy, but bullies guys in the post and runs past people with ease. Um, this makes me think of whenever he checked in in the fourth Taylor with about five and a half, six and a half minutes to go. And the very first thing he did was get the ball, went down the court, posted a guy up and hit a little base baseline turnaround like fadeaway and just butter. I was like, man, this guy's coming straight at the bench, just burying jumpers. Like he's, he's just got it. Yeah. He absolutely can't be stopped. Um, he said there has to be a t-shirt idea somewhere in just aired this to Max. So probably won't get, oh, wait, nope. We're here. Here we go. I can. Down. It's really bad podcasting here. I apologize. Yeah, you but. sound like a robot as well. So, uh oh, I, I don't so know what happened uh, to your feed there. Okay, so it didn't like the airdrop. Anyways, I was going yep. to uh, here. I'll just I'll just do it on the screen. There Shout you go, out Justin. Yeah, super go get Shane. your super Shane shirt. Shirt super Shane shirt. Gosh, there's a t-shirt. super Shane shirt. shirt. 
Say that 10 times faster. Yep. Uh, let's burn through these last ones. Jay Deborah Giddy, who is better in two years? Ooh, that is really, really tough. Man, another long-term question. Um, we don't have time to like dive into the specifics. I'm going, oh, I love J Dub. But I, I still gotta go Josh. Jacob. Yep. I still gotta go Josh. I think he's um, be, and then he's Douglas, been a slump and still impacting the game at a high level. Douglas says, I'm not sure they trade anybody unless it's Bays. Uh, I would probably agree with that. Um, I don't think they're gonna make a big move at the deadline. Taylor, before we leave, I posted in the chat tonight. Um, that whoever made the best uh, joke about my sick deep voice uh, wins stickers. So you got to make a choice here. You ready? Ready. I'm gonna go through all of them. Um, Jacob's radio voice would be Sweet Daddy Thunder. It's <laughs> a good one. We got. Um, let's see. Where are they at? Okay. I know. I saw Jacob's it. voice is like a thick gravy at the moment. Um, so just nice keep, keep all, yeah, keep all these in mind so you can pick the best one. Did Jacob hit puberty? Why does Jacob sound like the devil? Jacob sounds like he's been playing against Michael Cage in the church league. Um, Jacob sounds like he's been smoking camels with no filter. That's a good one. Jacob sounds like he's had too much of the Poku nectar. Has Jacob swallowed a cane toad? Jacob sounds like he ate Kendrick Perkins. Jacob sounds like Coach Tibbs' son. I think that's a pretty funny one. That's a good one. Um, Jacob's voice is so deep that they made a movie about it, about a soccer team that got trapped down there. <laughs> um, any more Jacob jokes? Jacob's voice tonight sounds like what JD is going for when he says, fellas. <laughs> Silva, I hope you're listening. Fellas. He submitted one of them. Um, any more Jacob jokes? Nope. So which one wins? I've got to go with that last one. It's Amen. A, it's a running, go, a running joke uh, here at the Uncontested Fellas. We were at the live watch party here like three weeks, four weeks back, and somebody literally is walking out by Silva, looks at him and goes, Fellas. And it was Incredible. just hilarious. Fellas. So, uh, Look, the uh, what was the other one? There was one right before this that was great. I apologize, but yeah. Amen. All right, Amen. Uh, hit us in the DMs on on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, wherever. Uh, we will hook you up with some uncontested stickers. <laughs> All right, super super fun game, super super fun season so far. Really appreciate Jacob jumping on with me to break this one down. Makes it so much more fun. I know he's. Uh, hanging in there with a the cold, uh, all kinds of stuff, and really appreciate him joining me. But we also appreciate you all joining in the chat. So many different comments. I mean, tons of people in the live stream just viewing, and obviously all of you at home listening in on whatever platform of your choice is greatly appreciated. So be sure to continue to tune in. Uh, Friday, or Friday night, we have a huge game against the, uh, the Grizzlies and Jaw Shavers. Jaw should just be an absolute blast. Let's uh, put our hands together and hope that that John Shea both play. I believe our guy Nick Denny Avdia himself will have you covered for the post game. So oh, thank God, you again for God. tuning in. I know, so great, so great. Thank you again for tuning in, all of you. And as always, thunder up.
Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.